Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it away. That's right. Now Bolo here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Great. Season 15. So let's raise a glass and start spilling. GNT. Podcast Well, Welcome back to our RuPaul's Drag Race Review Podcast. Live review like Roscoe's, but better. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's out there now. You know, you've you've said it, and I'm sure I'm sure our listeners agree. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Roscoe's who? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're shining light on them. They need more views. <laughs> they need promotion they need, from us. They need coverage. Roscoe's, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting for our chick. Thank you. Um, Tom, can I ask you what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a rather lovely espresso martini that you just made for me. I will add because it's a little late. It's a decaf. It's a decaf espresso martini with a bit of chocolate Baileys in it. So it's a, um, it's a, it, you know what? It's a bottle of specialty. It's what I call it's responsible drinking. It's a Fritz Brunet. It's a Fritz Brunet. It's a Fritz Brunet. And you can actually, like, you can taste the, 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 the tang. We did have. Um, so we were in London. We went to go see Harry yeah. Potter. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had a wonderful time and, at um, Harry Potter World. They just dilute. I mean,. There was so much dilution. I'd say our first mistake was going in for any sort of cocktail offer where it's two for one because you basically get one cocktail split into two. That's it. That's how strong it is. I I had something that was described as an espresso martini. (laughs) Um, Wouldn't agree. I I would say, you know, we could nail them under the Trade Descriptions Act there. Uh, I mean... It was Kahlua. It was Kahlua watered down. These are proper cocktails that we're having, aren't we? They? Have, we have. I mean, sorry sorry to get so angry so early in the, so yeah. passionate so early in the podcast, guys, but these are the real issues, yeah. okay? It's in the name, okay? <laughs> I know we call it spilling the GNT, but I promise you this. We do not waste any alcohol. Oh, absolutely. If not, it is spilt, we vacuum it up. You know that? What was the name of the vacuum on Teletubbies? The Naughty Noo no. no, Naughty Noo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Such a drag name. Introducing <laughs> to the stage. Naughty Noo no. Naughty Noo no. <laughs> What did I see recently? Teletubbies were collabing with somebody in uh, some some fashion house. I've forgotten now. It'll come to me. Oh, God. Uh, um, wasn't it Jovska? Oh, We've just finished watching Dracula Titans, by the way, guys. And- Fantastic, great cast. Well, well worth the subscription to Shudder. Absolutely, the um, free trial. It was well worth binging it on a free trial. When it comes to drama, Drag Race wishes. We're not going to bang on, but it was a fantastic season. We won't issue any spoilers, but there's one moment that we have replayed again and again and lives on in our mind. Which moment is that, Bolo? Featuring the wonderful Electra Clash. Oh, Erica Clash. Sorry, Erica, Erica Clash. Clash. I mean. She worked in New York City and she swirls and swirls, Mama. She swirls and swirls. <laughs> she swirls and swirls. That's also the iconic Abora. It was just amazing. It's a great, it's a great series. Definitely check it out. I mean, we love Drag Race. We love RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I have mean, a any feeling we'll be quoting that swirls and swirls quote quite often. Yeah. Oh, I worked in New York Only City, w- Mama. I swirled and twirled. Yeah. Can you even dance? <laughs> I, I I worked in New York City, Mama. I swirled and twirled, and I swirled and twirled. And I you, mean, you'd be a borer. She swirled and twirled. <laughs> I don't need to hear anything else. <laughs> That's such a good series. She swirled and twirled. We anything that comes with drag. I mean, I'm, we're huge fans of it, which is why mm-hmm. I think we're a little bit we're a little bit pressed. I mean, we don't like to get political on the show. No, we try to keep it lighthearted, don't we? Yeah. And we generally stay away from. Um, 
very political topic, especially because so much of this is in the USA and our grasp of the US political system is tenuous at best. I think that's true of a lot of people who don't live in the US, actually. They find US politics quite complicated. Is that yeah. fair to say? Yes. I find I find politics in general complicated. <laughs> yeah, just, just It just goes right over my head. It's like, what? But voting's huh? important, guys. Voting's important. Well, I think that, that plays a big part in how we, need, we can um, solve part of the problem that's going on. So we all know that the drag bill, the what is it, Tom? The, well, I'll do my best to convey my limited understanding. Just, yeah, just of it. quickly, in a nutshell. So, um, bills are being passed um, or are being lined up to be passed in the USA that um, criminalize drag, essentially. Um, so, I've had a, a, as much of a read as I can, and I really, really hope I'm not misinterpreting such complex issues. Um, however, um, the first to pass it has been Tennessee, and it has been passed now. Um, ironically, the governor of Tennessee, um, recently pictures were unearthed of him in his yearbook in drag. That's the bitter irony here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it seems to ambiguously, and that's one of the problems with this, that the language is very ambiguous. Um, it seems to classify drag exclusively as a sort of nightlife cabaret um, art form, um, and that if if a minor were able to see it, it's criminalized. So the, the language is very ambiguous. So it essentially bans drag from any public spaces where a minor could be present. And I guess what the really, really difficult thing here is it, is, is it just stigmatizes and criminalizes um, drag queens, trans people, um, queer people in general. I think, you know, there is room for sensible conversations around, um, you know, obviously... Drag queen story hours are fabulous things, if you ask me. We here in the UK, um, I think, are very used to children's entertainers donning various forms of drag. Um, and it's, it's a very mainstream thing. And I, I, I fail to see how anybody could see a problem with a drag queen kind of, you know, providing children with a, an hour of lovely entertainment, um, you know, something educational, something that's fun and lighthearted. I think it's fine to have conversations about like, yeah, I wouldn't like a child to go to, you know, a Lady Bunny show or something like that, you know. Um, but this is just a very black and white bigoted view of, of what drag is. And it's, um, yeah, it's 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 a very, very sad and disappointing state of affairs. And I'm, uh, beyond that, uh, many drag artists and, and queer people and trans people are fearing that, that if they step out of line, they could li- they could literally be prosecuted, mm. which is just absolutely terrifying and awful. Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts about it? Well, we we know drag queens as nightlife performers, mm-hmm. nightlife entertainers. That, that's what... I feel, yeah, essentially they are. But then drag has evolved so much, in which there are different styles of drags and and performance, mm-hmm. and, and what they can do. Um, and I think it's just talking about what should be, you know, um, out there, mm-hmm. uh, being performed, for example, at story times or in yeah. public, or or, the, or what you allow yourself or your children to be. And it, it's uh, fine to have t- co- conversations about that, I think. Exactly, you know, but yeah, sure, it should be child appropriate. I mean, like every form of entertainment, it has levels. It has, you know, it, it can go this way, it can go that way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but the, I don't think that you can say that all drag is that way, and therefore right. we're prosecuting it. I that's think it. it's needs black to and be, white. That's isn't it. it. That's it. That, that's all that they're saying, and they're not saying that. Oh, if you're gonna do this, these are what you. This is what you can and can't do. Some of the um, proposed bills rolling out across other um, conservative states, like Oklahoma. Um, would actually um, not just prosecute, but the performer would be added to the sex offenders register. Oh, I mean, then come on! It's just absolutely sickening and bizarre. To to it, it, it just paints this picture that drag is equated with well, I don't know, like paedophilia or well, something. It's disgusting. I think, I think that's what they're trying to they're that, paint. That aren't is they? it. They keep on using this term grooming, grooming, which is just to be equated with paedophilia. When of course. You know, no child has ever, like, watched Mr. Tumble, uh, you know, dressed in drag or gone to a pantomime and seen a panto dame and just thought, oh, okay, this is the lifestyle for me. If it wasn't, like, already something within them, you know. Um, What it boils down to is that we know that this is just a smokescreen for wider issues, don't we? Again, like... I really hope I don't come across as very critical of the USA here, but certainly there are issues with gun control and access to health care for, for people who, who can't afford health insurance. There are things that need to be discussed in the USA on a and, and acted upon, not just discussed, urgently. Um, you know, I, I don't recall uh, any a, a drag queen committing a school shooting recently, do you? Hmm. It's usually cisgender. I can't even talk. I mean, so instead, they, cisgender straight white men incels often. It's it's just it's just a smokescreen for for the important issues. Uh, queer people are being scapegoated, and it's very very dangerous. Yeah, and it's very transparent, Ganj. Uh, yeah, okay, we, we see it's through very the, transparent, Laganja. Okay, like, we, like, just disclaimer: Laganja's not responsible here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all your fault, Laganja. Yeah, no, but it's it's, uh, it's repugnant, and so I guess you know it's hard to know what we can do here from the UK. All, all I can say is that talk about this it. is why it's so important to vote. Okay, mm. you you can mm. help contribute or control who the people in power are. So so vote. There you are. And when you see, I've solved the problem. When you see some people's <laughs> rights being violated as well, even from a selfish point of view, you need to think: Are, are my rights next? Yeah. Even if that if that compels you to act, it's it's a, sometimes a useful train of thought when you see conservative, restrictive, bigoted policies being put in place. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll and, leave that there um, anyway. We'll leave it there now. Uh, but um, back you know, to it's, drag. it's important to be aware of it and to talk about it. Cool. To get ourselves calmed down and just really focused mm. on the real issue. <laughs> okay. Yes. Which is. Who's going home this week on RuPaul Drag Race season wow. 15? The real issues okay. we're talking this about. Is, this is talking about just the, it's up there with that. It's up mm. there with the drag, but I'm sorry. It is what it is. Mm. No. Oh, but before we start watching the episode, um, there was a little bit of tea that we found out about Malaysia Baby Doll. Now, Malaysia Baby Doll said at a um, at the Roscoe's, you're welcome. We're giving you some more um, <laughs> in the spotlight. I think we need to stop talking about them, frankly. We've yeah. given far too much free publicity. <laughs> That Malaysia said that she knew it was her time to oh, go yeah. because on that day they asked her to share a story. Mm-hmm, and of course, mm-hmm. of course, the minute you share your story, it's like, okay, well, it's a tell. It's a tell. Like, okay, you're going home. Well, you know who had a worse one than that, don't you? Who? Jiggly Caliente. Her hotel bill was shoved under her door the day that she went home. What? Yes. How, I'm Willem, not even I know this. I think Willem and Jiggly have both said that. I think Jiggly said it on Hey Queen, actually. Yeah. So the day that she went home on season four. Um, like before the, the judging. 
yeah, before the judging, before they'd gone to the main stage and done the runway, it was the the one she went home on was the dragazines, wasn't it? And she hadn't done a great job, bless her. She hadn't gone with the funny. She'd gone too serious. Um, but yeah, the hotel bill was shoved under her door and she was like, did anybody else get one of these? And they were like, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And not that she was paying the bill. The production company were paying the bill. So it was, a, it was a mistake, but somebody had said, this room is being vacated today, obviously. <laughs> Isn't that awful? <laughs> Isn't it truly awful? Okay, Malaysia, you got off easy, girl. <laughs> girl, you got off easy. But she also said that in Untucked, Mistress had a bit of a breakdown mm-hmm. um, about, you know, she's like, she, about her being in the bottom and also that she couldn't dance in a gown that wasn't actually shown in Untucked. Yep. And she said that's the reason why they put Selena in because they didn't want Mistress to go home. That this is what was speculated in Roscoe's, yeah, 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 and Selena had a tear away, obviously, yeah. There's a tear away underneath my tear away. Yeah. And also, <laughs> when you think about production, you know, Mistress is featuring as a main character, whereas Selena, oh, absolutely, Selena's had intermittent periods of being mistreated. If you ask me, we said that in like the, the second episode when she wasn't high for the um the uh, the acting, the, the acting challenge, challenge yeah. the um the. God is gay, heaven thingy, mm. that type one. Yeah, yeah so that was, a bit of time, that was a bit of food for thought. Which very I'm interesting, like, very hmm. interesting. Must have I left love... her feeling rattled, poor thing. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, this is why she's all over Twitter. I mean, Bianca. Oh, Malaysia is, is, she's, you know, she's tweeting away. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like a little bird tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into the episode. Great, we're back in the room. We'll say goodbye to Malaysia. Malaysia's gone. We have very sweet queen. I want to ask you a question. May I ask you a question? And this is in regards to the show's treatment of Lucy. Yeah, so... They're playing with it. Let's be real. They are playing with Lucy. Now, my question to you is, as as a mental health professional, is what they're doing moral slash ethical and also what's the point of a psych test for all of these queens that we all know before these queens come into a show or for any reality tv competition they have to undergo a psych evaluation my my question is what is the point of a psych evaluation if they're gonna start doing things like this like messing with them i think if i'm being cynical i think a psych evaluation is more to protect the show than to protect the queens because um anybody regardless of their mental health background would find the process of rupaul's drag race incredibly arduous very pressurized and would make them feel a kind of stress they've probably never experienced before i think the psych evaluation is so that the show can say oh we we tested you and and things things were things are fine kind of um you, you know we we our, our specialist team deemed you kind of well enough to to do this show so um sorry no complaints allowed kind of thing i do think it's more to protect the show than the queens um that's me being cynical i do know obviously you know from you know when we spoke to Minnie, we know that they do have a on hand mental health professional that they can contact at least they didn't down under and i do hope they have that in usa as well queen care they have that in uk queen, queen care. care yeah yeah so that that is obviously you know a, a, a bare minimum but it's very very good that they have that um so i think with with lucy lucy's kind of getting an alexis michelle edit to me and we adore alexis michelle and we love lucy to bits as well like it, it doesn't feel very fair or kind um because i think if a queen gives away that she you know that she's kind of ambitious and driven 
and has her eyes set on the crown and recognizes when she's done a good job and is not afraid to call that out. Um, but they get those face crack moments, Jan being another example. Absolutely. Then they're going to push for it. I mean, Jan's face crack in the Madonna Rusa call was a meme that went around the world. And yes, it was camp. Yes, we all had a good laugh. But Jan was suffering, you know. Jan was working her little socks off throughout season 12. Very ambitious, very uh, talented queen. Um, and But the, the show was just really getting off on blue balling her, weren't they? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and they're, they're doing the same with Lucy. Yeah, I mean, she is... I don't know what the drama is with everyone kind of coming for her. I've seen that online as well. Like, what the hell is wrong with everybody? It's like, they're like, oh, here's Lucy again thinking she should, she should have won. I mean, yeah, she should have won. There are several this is, challenges. This is, several cha- she, this is another example that she should have won. And she's speaking not her truth. Yeah. She's speaking the truth. I completely agree. I completely agree. How did not... First of all, last week should have been should have either gone, and we said it last week. I want to mm-hmm. say it again today. It should have been either Lux or Lucy who should and have won. We I love so... Sasha, and she's an icon. Oh, absolutely, and, and Sasha deserves riding high in the competition. But that just wasn't Sasha's win. To Giving me. praise to other queens is not putting other. For, it's for not. Me, at I'm not all, putting another no. queen down. Yeah. What I'm saying is that I don't understand how neither Lux nor Lucy. Didn't win last We're week. We're not saying, Sasha, darling, you're beautiful, but you're not looking beautiful, beautiful tonight. Because <laughs> she's always beautiful, actually. She's stunning. She's, yeah. I mean, I, you can't. I'm mean, Even in the mini challenge, which we would discuss, she looked <laughs> she's good. She's just, like, she's always like, beautiful. Qu- what quick drag. She's like, what quick drag. Exactly. Um, when you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> All I need is a lash. Thank you. Um, just to, just to uh, tie things up with Lucy, I think, you know, you're talking about the fan reaction. I think Lucy's archetype of drag is just not, in inverted commas, cool. And so the fans have a great time kind of, you know, backlashing against her. Very Tina Burner, very much that archetype. We get one queen each season who is a bit more seasoned, is a bit more campy. And the fans just don't seem to consider them cool or warm to them. And the show loves messing with them. I want to say this right here and right now, Tom. Lucy is killing the competition. I agree. She there is no a- there is no delusion. She is not using Jinx's fragrance. No, she not. is doing good. She is doing good. She's not being rewarded with it. If anything, they're villainizing her confidence and her abilities in drag. Yeah, she knows what she's good at. She knows when she does well. She's been doing well. Absolutely, absolutely, completely agree. Now, here's another thing I want to discuss, and I don't get it, and I've never, ever seen this, ever. So mm. we've only seen a little bit, you know, for example, there's a commercial break, we pause and we record yeah. the podcast. We're talking about now, um, up until they've just announced their Mexican challenge. But I want to say this, I'm not just seeing this today, I've seen it previously. Why are they competing for second place? I have heard it more than once. Oh, I, I, I was second today. I was second this week. I was second this week. I heard it. This, I heard it again. Luck saying that she was second, and now Lucy saying that actually mm-hmm. she was second. When did this become a thing? I'll tell you when, when it became. a thing. When did losing become the new winning? I'll tell you when. All Stars Two Detoxes Verse and Reggie wrote you. It set a new standard. <laughs> Who's number one? I'm number two. And then everybody thought number like, two was okay. number two. Everybody thought, oh, Detox is cool. And she's number two. Right, we're going to start aiming for number two. Losing is a new winner. That's it. Yeah, there we go. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm second place. And there was that drama between Marsha 
Was it master and mistress in the snatch game? It was. Wasn't they're like, it? Oh, yes, I was second yes. place after you, and then mistress was like, "Oh, oh, no, no, hold, hold my, hold my drink." And she was like, first of all, your makeup's shit, you look shit, you're really with that funny. Like, did you even do the snatch game? Didn't I see don't you remember there. you. Don't remember you. Don't remember you. Yeah. Like she, I mean, there's been so much conversation about coming second. And it's like, you're all lo- <laughs> If no one won, you're all losers. Second is first loser. Yeah. <laughs> no, these screens are all fab and they're all winners. But <laughs> I, I just, I just, I, I, I don't understand. Have you, you've, you've seen that, right? It's no, been an yeah, ongoing right. thing. But I think that's a response to Sasha's dominance. That's what I was going to say. Is, like, is yeah. Sasha such an obvious winner? Is, is this the space? Is, is the energy in the room? Like, okay, it's obviously Sasha's. Yeah. So actually, everyone, we're just going for second place. Is that the vibe? Absolutely, absolutely. It, I, I honestly think that's true. It's, it's a response to Sasha's dominance of the competition. It's, uh, I just find that funny because I've never, ever experienced this kind of... We call it the detox effect going forward. I also want to say kind of defeat. Oh, <laughs> It's like, defeat. okay, we're all going... But the only one who's not fallen to that is Mistress. Mistress, is, is, mistress has her own thing going on. Mistress is Mistress. And, like, she's very self-contained. Um, she's very much her own bubble of confidence, but in a quiet way. She doesn't, like, need to announce it to the room. Mistress is that person that, you know, when you go to like a, a bar or you go to a party and you know mm. someone there that's quite popular yeah. or that everyone knows and you pretend that you've never you, you've never heard them before, mm-hmm. that you've never stalked them on Instagram. Yes. And you're like, oh, so what was your name again? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What, 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 Sasha. Oh, that's a, that's a cute name. Colby. Oh, Colby. Okay. Oh my God. You know what? Like I, Dynasty. I get it. I yeah. get it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> a, like the cheese. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's such <laughs> like a lovely cheese. name. I think uh, Mistress is super real as well. She's also very, very, as she does in this episode, she's very good at, or last episode, very good at acknowledging when she's done a bad job. Yeah. Yeah. Or not a great job. Mm. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly break down. So far, we're here. Episode 11, this is what I feel everyone's storyline is. Okay? Uh-huh. Mistress is the polished, shady drag queen, the pot stirrer. She's a center of fun and shade. And a true sister and a drag queen's drag queen. Sasha Colby is just drag royalty who's living up to her hype. She's absolutely like whatever quibbles we may have about wins, she's still sailing through the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> she's sailing. She oh, is she's sailing. absolutely been to the cream oh. to Bianca Dario sailing. She's still like, yeah, she's high week on week. And she she's just so lovable as well, though. She's like yeah. the lovable legend. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Marsha is a no makeup queen. <laughs> They're not giving Marsha a plot line. No, that's a plot line. <laughs> you don't wear makeup. That's it. Selena... I think Selena's is the plucky, yes. talented, scrappy, but not quite meeting the mark. Very lovable as well. Slash bad fashion. Do you know what occurred to me with slash bad fashion, you bitch? Um, no, it's not strongly disagreeing. Um, I, do you know what I'd say about her fashion? Fantastic ideas. Just not her vision's not always executed to, to the degree that I think she was. Do you know I've realized today as well, she's our third girl this season to lip sync three times, but the only one to survive. The third? Jax and Amethyst. Remember Amethyst? Oh, Remember Amethyst I don't. from about three yes, years ago? I know ago. what you mean. Remember Amethyst from several decades ago? When I think Amethyst, I think, you know what, I would I would have thought she was in a different season, how yeah, long this has gone. Absolutely. But when I think Amethyst, I think of her reaction, this, mm. 
during any performance. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's a cute little thing. Um, but Lux, she's the only one to have survived the third lip sync this, Lux this season. Lux is a confident young ingenue. Yeah, she's almost a bit... I'm not d- drawing direct parallels, but she's almost a bit Aquaria-ish. Oh, you know what it is? What? The blessing and the power of youth. Oh. Oh. oh I wish. I... <laughs> it's youth. Yeah, we can sum up one word. Youth. When I was in my... When I was in my early twenties, <laughs> I thought I was—I <laughs> thought I was the shit. Like I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> I'm amazing. Uh, yeah. You still have a bit of that. Mm, no, no, I'm, I'm much more shy now. <laughs> oh God, retiring. Much more, I'm much more yeah. coy. Yeah. Lucy Quick is up. obviously she's the the safe queen. They're giving her the delusional queen edit. That's we a... don't think she's the delusional queen. That's the edit they're giving her. Anitra, from Anitra, I'm just getting the quiet, shy, is kind she of shy in her or is shell. she dry? Is she just kind of like cool, funny, doesn't need to shout, that kind of thing? I don't know. Dry the, wit. The, 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 what I'm getting from her in the edit is that she's this kind of like withdrawn, introverted, in mm. her shell queen. What I'm reading alive from this is she's, performance. She, what I'm re- getting from this, she's got a very unclear plotline and point of view. Yeah. From the show that they need to do a better job of, of creating storylines. Oh, creating, I, portraying. Yeah. I do want to quickly talk about the mini challenge because it was fun. We it usually, was. We usually skip it, but it was a Vogue dance. And um, someone, someone check on Aja, please. Oh, I bet. Please, I cannot please. wait. I bet. Because she's been attacking. She has and, been attacking well, the girls, especially in To complimenting, to attacking in No, no, no. She was just aggressively complimenting her mama. <laughs> She's been aggressively complimenting Anitra. I I bet I bet she. Thing is, Anitra's got her blocked. Anitra can't hear you, love. Yeah, Asha, don't worry about it. Just move on. You said something mean about her her duck walking. Move on. The four queens I want to focus on is Selena. First of all, Selena. Mm-hmm. I thought that she, this was her saying, you know what? I'm gonna kill this. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do campy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna work. So, and she went fierce to the beginning. And then it just it turned. You know what? It just turned into like pedal dance into splash <laughs> by magic up by magic up. She Bless she, she fell heart. down and she was it was splash. Bless her because we. I'm always rooting for Selena. I really am. And when she stumbled, we're rooting for you. We were all rooting we're for all you. Rooting How for dare Selena. you? And she stumbled over that heel, and then. There's just no recovering from that, but she did her best. Though I, I quite come like, on floor work. She yeah, kept going. I, I enjoyed the split yeah, thing. Yeah, I got the, the twirl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she swirled and twirled, Mama. She swirled and twirled. She swirled and twirled, That's Tom. All I need to hear. Mistress <laughs> literally made me gag. Mistress is hell. The whole putting makeup on Masha. And I gagged. L- I was laughing. <laughs> Being pricked by Lux's chin like she was blooming Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, she should have <laughs> fell asleep. Yes. She was sleeping beauty. Yes. She should have fell asleep after that prick. <laughs> Sasha was just, you know, amazing. Compelling, charismatic, unique. Dynamic, the mm. hair work, the drops, the speed, the hair parting that she did. I want to see India Ferrer and Sasha do a hair whip off. Oh, that'd be fun. Mm. And the splits, oh, so great. good! She's just a natural performer. And then Anitra giving that same energy, amazing. Oh. Just like bam, the whole, the whole like um, holding her leg up and then doing the the whole hop, 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 and then so good, bam on the ground. Oh, I loved it! I loved it. Who was your winner for the mini challenge? I I I loved 
I loved Mistress Sasha and Anitra, but Anitra just killed her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I would have given the win to before we found out who the winner was. I was saying Anitra, it was you Anitra were, or Sasha yeah. and Anitra, and I'm not mad at them. I ain't mad at them. Okay. So can't wait to see Asha's review. Just quickly though, um, when did we? I'm not saying when we last, but I'm trying to think. We definitely have seen this kind of mini challenge before. Do you remember? Season one. Season one. And it was Chanel, Nina, Rebecca Glasscock, and Bibi Zahara Benet. Um, do you remember who won? It was Rigor Morris. Didn't they give it to Rebecca Glasscock? Yes. Weirdly. Uh, when they were going against Nina, um, Nina Flowers should have won. If not Nina, then Chanel. Nina was actually serving really good, you know, to my limited knowledge, like giving real ballroom. Chanel. A poor Chanel. She was the original queen that they gave the delusional edit to. Yes. There we go. Oh, So, Lucy, you're in good company. You're up there with Alexis Michelle, Chanel, icons of Drag Race. Um, Chanel broke out like a handspring and everything, and she was serving face. And then they were like... She was great. She was amazing. She slayed. And BB was giving elegant face and stuff, and they gave it to Rebecca Glasscock. That that was purely to... To F with Chanel. Absolutely. there's no Ch- way. I can hear Chanel now saying, it should have been me and Nina in that final. Because they did like rounds of it. Should it have been me and been, Nina in the final it, two. Absolutely, that should have been it the should case. should have. But I think that was when they were really rewarding um, hashtag realness drag. RuPaul spoke about in inverted commas realness and in inverted commas fish in inverted commas a lot in those first few seasons and rewarded what she perceived to be conventional feminine beauty. So, yeah. So the maxi challenge this week is stand-up. It's stand-up comedy. It is. Um, in front of a live audience. That's good. Lovely. Lovely gal. I love that. Always helps with the energy. And we've got basically three duos and a solo. It's Lucy and Lux and then Sasha and Anitra together. Marsha and Mistress, and then Selena was solo, but then she had the opportunity to either go solo or steal a queen. She did. What would you have done? I can see if why Selena, Selena went for Mistress based on energy. I think that she's the other queen with the most similar energy to Selena. But I, th- I just going into this, I just think Lucy's going to be a pro. I, I, we're starting to sound like a <laughs> Lucy Laduca <laughs> Stan podcast. But Lucy killed the snatch game. Lucy's very funny. She's a great comic actress who won the reading challenge, stand up comedy challenge. I'm choosing Lucy Laduca. Yeah, there are some other funny girls in here, but Lucy's got it. I, I think I would have wanted to go solo. Would you? But that's your that's your well, confidence I, a, of you. A that way you get the whole screen, you get the whole time together. You you don't have to share. For example, if they had five minutes, which is not long, you get all of that time to yourself. Mm. You don't get you don't like. There's no direct comparison to how good or bad you are because it's just you up there. So if someone's killing it and you're not, it's very obvious when you're up there together. And mm. I don't want my performance to be controlled by another person. I don't want to have to rely on someone else for my jokes to land or for the flow of my set to be successful. So I think I, I, I kind of would have, have I would have wanted to go solo. That speaks of your confidence. I think if anybody, anybody up there who thinks that they're a better joke writer than Lucy, go solo. If you want to benefit from her experience and collaborate with her, latch on to Lucy, which yeah. is what I would have done. But Selena I'm, so, I'm sorry mistress. I don't have your confidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, well, am I bleeding because you cut me? Am I human? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm human. 
We're all different. We're mm. different. We all have mm. our strengths, Tom. And yours is... Mine have yet to be discovered, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we have so far. Before we move on, who do you think is going to do well and who do you think is going to struggle? I've already said Lucy. Um, who I, I think Anitra's got a good dry wit that she could channel into this challenge. I honestly do. Um, who else? I just think Mistress has just this charm and this shady wit. That, yeah, she could channel that into this. Those would be my three girls that I'm expecting good things from. How about you? I think Lucy's a no-brainer. Lucy's mm-hmm. going to do well. I never, ever discount Lux because she yeah. is, she always surprises you. She always surprises oh, she's me. She's like a transformer, dragon yeah. in disguise. Um, Selena, Selena, I don't know if Selena's going to be funny, but Selena oozes energy she can go on stage and give energy she can wake up a crowd yeah, she, she just can. has yeah, yeah, yeah. loads and loads of energy mm. so I, f- I feel like that works in her favor i just hope she has jokes to back it up because sh- she can get people's attention she mm-hmm. just has that uh and i feel well marsha did well in the snatch game She's very good tim gunn definitely so i hope that she can do well i hope she can yeah she can channel that I, I hope so too. And I mean, you know, Sasha Sasha can just do anything, can't she? So I'm, I'm not expecting... How did she do in the Snatch game? She didn't get much air time, do you remember? She got very little air time, which she did a very funny tweet about or Instagram post, I can't remember which, but she said, I didn't get much air time for a reason. Okay. Um, which is so cool of her to be so modest about it, you know? Okay. Um, but, you know, her confessionals are funny. She's she's done everything. I, I don't expect I mean, her to bomb. If... if- if Sasha and Anitra are in the bottom together, we'll get another lovely lip sync. I mean, that's one thing that we can look forward to. If I'm not, I'm not saying I, that I they don't will see be. Anitra being anywhere near the bottom. I think she's going to be funny. I don't know. Her edit is the quiet and her shell type one. Look, we'll find out more. Mm. Should, we, should we watch a bit more and see? We have watched all the way up into the first performance the comedy set, which is Marsha. And Marsha was chosen to open the show. Anitra is the one who selected the order. She did indeed. So she put Marsha first, and then we've got Lux and Lucy following. Mm-hmm. Third, we have Sasha and Anitra. And then closing the show is Mistress and Selena. Yeah. Now, let's just get get us started with Marsha. Um, what did you think? What did you think about her stand-up? It's a tough spot opening the show to a dry house. And we've got a live audience today. I think she gave it a really good shot. Um, there were a couple of chuckles in there. Um, I don't think this is something she's ever done before. I think she's a smart girl. I think she's capable of being funny. I th- think this is a really big challenge for her. She wasn't in, by any means atrocious. There were a few chuckles in there, um, but not not like, you know, I wasn't falling off my seat. When you open the show, you need to wake up the audience. You need to set the tone. Mm-hmm. You need to go. You need to come in there. You need to get everyone excited. You need to. You need to wake up the room. Mm-hmm. For me, when Marsha walked in and started her set, I felt like she was like the fourth person. Do you know what I mean? I felt like she was yeah. walking into a, uh, into an audience that was already awake. 
I don't feel like she walked in there. I don't think she like welcomed everyone and set the set the tone. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't do any of that. It was just very high. So and then went straight into it. It's a tough task, isn't it? And if you're but not you used know, to doing it, then... it is tough. But then also it's a blessing because I've always wondered if, if I had to do a set, I would want to go first because. Yeah. That way, you get the first dip at the jokes. Do you know what I mean? Well, next you, time we create a comedy lineup, you will be going first. I, I will. I will. Sorry, and the also, cat is attacking the microphone. <laughs> not only that, you you get to go first. You don't need to sit back and like get nervous and work yourself up. And you know, like when you watch someone and they're amazing, you start getting nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, what well, I do, I'd rather just go up there and just blow it out of the park but for someone opening the show she needed much more energy she needed much more energy to go in there yeah there were a few truckles but i think overall it was quite dry i didn't really laugh i it's, it's interesting what you say Marsha had that same thought process how she didn't want to be sitting there and overthinking she did just want to get out of the way and it did feel a bit like she was getting out of the way because she was very i mean obviously it's edited we know it's edited but it felt like she was up there for two minutes and then she was like Okay, and that's my time. And there was almost like a sense of relief that washed over her. Poor thing. I felt for Marsha. She didn't feel like she was in her element, and I really think she tried her best. I think she would have done much better in the duo because I think yeah, she needed she a- someone there to help her. I don't think going solo was um, her thing. Is it fair to say Marsha probably had the hardest job on her hands this evening? Going first and being on her own. Going first slash being on your own or a combination of the both. If this is your, if this is in your warehouse, for example, I feel if Lucy did this, she would have been fine. This mm. is not Master's drag. We've identified this is Lucy's not her. This is though. not what she does. So yeah, it wasn't good for her. She was to like do this. Roxy Andrews and All Stars too, really. Wasn't oh she? gosh, don't because that makes me cringe <laughs> when I think of Roxy and All Stars too. Well, she brought how, back Taki Allen. How she tried to, how she tried to, like you know do a throwback moment and then she just kept stuttering it was cute. and it was it was just like this is so awkward this really was awkward i don't think marsha you know she wasn't without jokes there was a ross and carson in die hard and you know she got a chuckle with calling t.s madison ursula the sea witch and stuff so I, I i i admired the effort she put in i think she had a tough job in her hands she had a tough job um she in my opinion struggled mm-hmm. i I don't think she did well. Should we see who's next? Next up was Lucy um, and Lux. And I just think that they were a great pairing. I think so too. A great pairing. I loved it. They started off straight away with a joke. Mm -hmm. They got the audience laughing and set the expectation. This is a comedy set. Mm -hmm. You're in good hands. I'm going to make you laugh. Yeah. Which is exactly what you want to do. Um, they kind of did that whole, how, you know, oh, how old are they? Oh, they are so old or they are so young or they are, Evie's dick is so big. (laughs) You know, um, Evie's been objectified so much through the season and I don't want to contribute towards that. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, here's some dick jokes. (laughs) I mean, Jinx was, you know, amazing, but I love that, that kind of play you know that, yeah yeah, that yeah. Kind of it's joking. a very good setup yeah. and if it's done well it's very very good it's very and, roasty and they use the whole um the teeth whitening and how white are they they put mayo in. sorry can i ask you a question because you're white <laughs> is putting mayo on everything a white thing i think it's a joke more in the usa to be honest because like in britain may- mayo it's is ketchup pop- 
But like when I was growing up, we didn't, this sounds so stupid. We didn't have mayo. We had salad cream. Mayo was something that came in <laughs> yeah. and became popular like in the 90s or something. We didn't have breadsticks. Ima- we just it's- had caviar. <laughs> no, salad cream is, is like a kind of, I guess, like a British take on mayo. It's actually very nice. Okay, okay. Um, but I think it's a trope in the USA, definitely. White people put mayo in everything. The how white do they get thing, I liked that. Mm-hmm. I loved, I sp- particularly loved lucy's delivery of the lines lucy's face the, the way that she interacted yeah. i think lucy was a standout she's a pro and this and luck kept up but i felt Lux like did a fab job yeah i also loved the whole um i don't want to mention this in front of all of your fan which is you know it, it, that it's was a good, good joke and she came up with that on the fly in rehearsal remember because lux hadn't pre-approved it yeah but it got a laugh so they were going with it but the I, whole sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, I could probably get his number from you. Very I funny. I mean, that was great. It's not just the words. It's the delivery. And I think Lucy had the jokes and the delivery. She's and just, I think that's yeah. what made her good. Lux as well. Lux was good. Lux, were, th- th- this was a good pairing. They were a really good pairing. They both had great energy. There were some great jokes. Um it, <laughs> I wish they'd been the opener, really. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think people are now going, oh, yeah, no, 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 we're on the right cinema. Mm-hmm. This is the comedy show. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, no, this is it, yeah. I'll let you start with Sasha, Colby, and Anitra. Well, I guess the place to start is that they probably had the bumpiest road in terms of writing and rehearsal because poor Anitra suffered from a migraine, migraine, rather, um, while they were while they were working, so thankfully her symptoms were treated. But you know, migraines are horrible things, and it certainly would have derailed her. Absolutely. During this. Um, it, what about the performance? We always, I love that you always put the health and safety of the queens first it's before because it's paramount. Before critique, Tom. It is paramount. It is crucial. It is crucial. Crucial. It is crucial. You, you may continue. Thank you. Um, in terms, so I thought they had a confident start. I thought. Sasha had this vibe that she'd done this kind of thing before, almost like a hostessy vibe. It did seem as though their confidence was rocked at some point along. I think maybe they weren't getting the feedback they'd hoped for from the audience. And like Sasha's confidence seemed to peter out. Um, they they had some funny bits. They just well, it wasn't like this. Like yeah. there wasn't like a flow. It, it, that could have been the edit. I don't know. The, the, perhaps the edit was determined to make them look less flowy uh but th- it's not like they were without jokes i'm not saying that they were funny i but uh, after lux and and uh, lucy they 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 weren't as strong i um i mean they they started off as being two stone queens and i think that they kind of went with that throughout is that a bit kind yeah. of they kind of hopped on and off it well that's that's the confusing part for me mm. is that if you're going to start off with this, oh, we're stoned, that should form the basis of your comedy. Mm. Like, there's a very famous, um, I mean, Jocelyn Fox kind of missed an opportunity when she was talking about, in her set in season six, um, about having ADHD. Yeah. And then, oh, a rhinestone. But then she, it was a throwaway, and she didn't use that mm-hmm. to carry forth into her comedy set, yeah. and I felt like this was quite similar in the sense that they started off saying the Stone Queens, and mm-hmm. then they kind of dabbed in and out of it, so yeah. it was a bit like, okay. Um, 
I really enjoyed the here's some canned bits or what was that part? <laughs> yeah, here's some canned bits. I love that. I, I love that. It was just so random and so like I love it was so good and they could they actually could have just gone with that and, and stuck with it and but then they they kind of went into that and then they kind of went somewhere else. And that's it. It felt a bit meandering and lacking in structure. Do you know what it was? I felt like it was just they didn't rehearse enough. Well, they didn't. They didn't have the opportunity, sadly, because poor Anitra was yeah. unwell. But that's a, that. I just, yeah. I just feel like they just didn't rehearse enough. Like there were a lot of awkward pauses. A lot yeah. of these things could be fixed with more rehearsal, and then it would have just been like you know, you, me, you, me, us together going, going on, and it would have been a bit more fluid. I don't think that the humor kind of found found a, a middle place, a middle ground mm. where they were on the same page. It, it, it I, um, does feel kind of unfair to these girls that, you know, one of them was struck down with uh, an illness halfway through and they're just expected to keep up with everybody else. And I do think that what they did today is, is a, a product of that. Well, I mean, we had um, Drag Race Down Under where um, the winner, who was the winner? Spanky. Spanky Jackson and then... Come, <laughs> Yuri. Yuri, they oh, yeah. won, and Yuri was in the hospital, and That's she was. Right. She almost missed the performance. So, I mean, it's been done. It's been done, but it's a significant disadvantage. Let's not be facetious. No, Thank okay. you, Bella. That's not what we do here. <laughs> well, you can't, <laughs> calm down, calm down, Beyonce. But we had Pearl walking off in season seven as well. It was just a bit like jagged it was a bit like yeah like, yeah it just wasn't smooth there, there were don't don't please do not mistake us there were some funny bits in there, there oh funny. i love the whole laganja and then they, they're was, both the, i i find that funny but like my humor's weird we laughed at that but that's the bit they chose to say like ooh, talking head lucy saying they're not doing well yeah uh, anyway but no overall like they, where there were some chuckles in there it was just a bit meandering and lacking in structure and that was probably a product of their their obstacles I found Anitra okay. Yeah, totally. Like they were both they were both funny. I found Anitra okay. Um, the, I found Sasha okay. I just didn't think they were great. I felt like it was a bit like you guys could have done more rehearsal time, had a bit more jokes and kind of just had had a few more run run throughs and you know found the jokes and found the moments. Yeah, they just yeah. didn't get the opportunity. Okay, finishing off the comedy set, we have Salina Estelis and Mistress. I want to start off by saying that the rehearsals made it out that Selena was... Well, they said that her story was a bit too long. It was a mm. bit too... It was going, overly detailed too. Yeah, it was overly detailed. That she, was, she was dragging it on. And um, I want to say that she found a way to make the that story work. She did. She, she had, took the feedback really, exactly. really well. She had me invested in the story. Yeah. She, she found more jokes to go in it. She, she did. She had you. She had you on the story. She took me on the story. I didn't think it was too long. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I also want to say that I loved how... How she started you noticed it mm-hmm. they started this set by saying oh it was a really funny dig at anitra wasn't it who'd have thought that getting so high would lead to such lows yeah. or something like that i thought that was very funny that's good and i do think that's a that's a great kind of like roasty stand-up-y thing to kind of read your predecessor yeah so i think selena did a really good job you know the best one the best read of their predecessor uh-huh um All right. think i what? know what you're gonna say do you? Okay. I'll, okay. Um, 
Thank you, Alaska. An uh, uh, old, tired, less talented version of your husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one that I prefer from the same set is, I know that's iconically bad from Roxy. It's bit, not, but no, because it wasn't shady. It wasn't shady. It wasn't it was funny. Horrible insult. It was just like, thanks, bitch. It was like, was you ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> Unfunny, tired, ugly version of your husband. No, uh, my favorite from that, the same one was, um, uh, uh, thank you so much, Coco. How could any of us top Coco? But look at her. Who, Who would, would want to top Coco? Coco? Yeah. <laughs> Michelle Visage is such a whore. Period. period. No, seriously. No. 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 Michelle Visage is so full of semen. Period. period. No, no, seriously. She's, she's a, a whore. whore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Um, no, but I thought that Selena acknowledging the past set and how bad it was and making a joke of it was great. Again, letting the audience know that I'll call you in for a good time. And then she had me with that story. It was really um, nice to see this for Selena, this episode. Yes, yes. I yeah. think she did really well. Yeah. What did you think about Mistress? I thought um, of the two of them, Selena was a little stronger, but Mistress still ha- held her own. Um, she, she gave us... I thought the structure was quite clever. I thought it was like the each individually tell a funny hookup story and they intersperse it with, ooh, girls. And, you know, they kind of like give each other, you know, a little bit of interaction. And then they bring it together at the end and ha, 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 they've slept with the same Ignacio. What? I know. Is that what they meant? Yes. I was so confused. Paolo asked me what Ignacio meant. I'm like, like, is is Ignacio, is it like Darling, it's a man's name. It's a man's name. Um, it's a Fritz Brunet. It's a Fritz Brunet. We've, Fritz we've all learned something today, though, haven't we? But I, I thought as a pair, they were really solid. Um, and I, I think they did a really good job. This is the set. We've seen all of the queens. Oh, the yellow Facebook I enjoyed as well. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm stealing that. Uh, do you know, what I, did you guys I, meet? I did, yellow Facebook. I did like Mistress's energy. You know, when Selena was, was talking about shagging this guy who's much taller. And Mistress going, reach, reach girl, girl, reach. reach. <laughs> that did tickle me. That did tickle me. I feel like um, Selena kind of was the Lucy in this thing that Selena kind of stole the show, but Mistress is right there. There we go. It's like, yeah, one girl was a little stronger in both of those sets, but as a pair, they worked really, really well. The tops this week is Lucy, Lux, and Selena, with the win going to either Selena or Lucy. The bottom this week for me is Marsha, Sasha, and Anitra. Marsha definitely being in the bottom. The other person joining her is either Sasha or Anitra. I really can't disagree with any of that. I think... think you're just so insightful, Paolo. You're just so insightful that I just can't disagree with you. You're welcome. Tom, do you want to talk about fashion? Uh, should we see if it makes a difference? It's time to talk fashion, and the category is Rip Her to Shreds. Would you look at the hair? Yeah, you know her. It's, it's a blondie song. I want to just walk down topless and show them all the shredding I've done with my body. shredded, aren't Because you? she's shredded. No, I'm not. I, I absolutely am not <laughs> shredded. <laughs> I um, think being no. shredded's overrated. Anyway. I would have come down as that Ninja Turtle shred, shred, shredder. Shredder. Yeah. yeah. That's that my crying impression. Because that's how he spoke. Shredder. Okay. Tried to go, yes, Master Krang. Category is shreds. So, Ripper to Shreds. So, out comes um, the lovely Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, so, Marsha is dressed as this sort of uh, campy beauty pageant winner who, the poor thing... Um, she, you know, her, her runners up were not supportive of her. So it's this this fun, slightly vicious storyline. She's missing a shoe. It's very comedic. We've got the running 
um, island. This is camp. This is fun. I uh, think I think Marsh has done a fun storyline on the runway. It's a campy storyline. I love the hair pull. Like there's missing hair at the back of her her <laughs> She's that actually looks quite bloody and vicious. And I was just that. thinking, oh my god, how hard would it have been? Because we know that would have been expensive. How hard would it have been to take a lovely wig and rip out hair? Oh, you take a big chunk yeah, to, out to, Just for this, I was like, oh, that's commitment. The dresser I think is a bit basic, but I think overall the storyline it's, it's, I yeah. think it's great it's one of those where I'm not I, it's like if I'm getting a camp storyline I almost like discount I don't discount but I'm not focusing on the sash, fashion the session Lucy LaDuca is going trick-or-treating <laughs> and Alexander McQueen <laughs> get you well actually there is a McQueenie whiff about it so um, Lucy is certainly serving us something like I guess she's giving us this sort of Regency vampirus with the frazzled hair and I, I do actually like the, the, the Tom, Tom is your hair frazzled Darren <laughs> it's frazzled this is very expensive hair it's frazzled <laughs> go um, on no, the um, so the the garment itself is 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 like I do like the kind of like distressed, stained quality of it. And it is reminiscent of, I guess, like McQueen's Widows of Culloden or something like that. I can see like this could have been on the mood board for Lucy, you know. But she's giving she's also giving us a campy performance. Um, looking at I, I, again, you know this. This isn't necessarily fashion. This is camp and this is fun. I'm getting a storyline. This kind of ancient vampiress who's here to drink our blood and swish about on the, the runway. The makeup is very like children's Halloween. The makeup. But is the outfit I love. The, the makeup I, yeah, is more camp than finessed, I would say. Yeah. I think, you know. It's very like, you know, gone to Walmart slash what's the equivalent here? The, the eyeliner is very hard, but I do think. Okay, ignore it. Okay. Go on. <laughs> Asda is the equivalent. Asda, here. and then got like a, a, a face painting kit, and then done done your face. The line's quite hard. I think you know the the the, the cheek uh, kind of blush, the gore, is, the nerve. Yeah, but that's that's like deliberate, isn't it? Because it's very kind of like regency to have those like blobs of blush rather than blended blush. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the outfit. So Lux is giving us um, a, a RuPaul reference for the second week in a row. Because remember last week she did the Beyonce dress that had also been worn by RuPaul. Um, but this is a tribute to RuPaul um, in Wee Wee Paul, the punk band that she was in in the 80s. Uh, with these giant like Tina Turner, uh, Return to Thunderdome, shoulder pads. I love how Lux is not copied the look but given it a luxe twist i think she looks great i really love this look it's so like androgynous gender bending and that was rupaul's whole vibe back then she was very gender fuck i like it it's cute i love sasha's look this is great there are so many elements here because you know she's got this shredded denim tell me what you like about it actually because you like it so much I love the the headdress. I love the mm-hmm. hair, how it comes out. I love the hip hop glamour yeah. kind of look. The combination of the shredded denim, but also the the jewelry that yeah. also looks shredded, and the combination of both of them. And also, you can just see her body, and her body is unreal. It's just perfection. Oh, I think she looks sexy. Uh, I completely agree with you. This is very like urban but also very high glam it's giving me a kind of you know with the the do-rag that's kind of got the train it's giving me that like that fenty x puma yeah thing sure um but also a bit like britney and justin but updated you know their double denim 
look, this is really, really cool. I, I think Sasha's done a fantastic job. I also love Anitra's look. Anitra talks about her inspiration coming from the lotus flower, which is a really interesting source of inspiration. Um, there's a lot going on here. I do think Anitra's looks are always about body with cutouts. Um, I like this this side skirt. I like these needle details. There's like a kind of futuristic quality to it as well. I think she looks really cool. She it's looks really like, cool. It's sexy. It's like a gay spider web. Do you know? Yes, it's like a homosexual yeah. spider web. I mean, <laughs> it's just gorgeous. And then she looks stunning. Everything about this look, I'm living for. It's, mm. it's beautiful. Uh, we've got Selena Estedes. Now, Selena, again, has a beautiful storyline, um, which is what she often does. You know, great concepts, great storylines. And she is honoring her mother in particular. And in general, the struggle of immigrant women trying to make a better life for their future children and, and their children. And so I love that storyline. And actually, I think I think she looks really pretty overall. You know, she, it's similar to Lucy. She's got this distressed kind of lacy dress, um, but this has got more of a flamenco ruffle kind of feel going on. I love the story in the message it's had more than I love the outfit. That's fair. That's fair. But however, I do think it's nicely fitted. There's nice movement. However, I think Mistress has given me one of my favorite looks evening because of the references. Because this is um, Madonna's material girl uh, look, obviously, which is an homage to Marilyn Monroe in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, but mixed with the uh, 2016 um, fall uh, Moschino uh, Bonfire of the Vanities um, runway, where the, the models were singed and emerging from a burning ballroom. And it's so camp and it's so fun. And we've seen it before referenced by Denali and actually um, Diabetti. Yes. But um, I just love the reference and she looks so, so cool. I I, I think she's up with, there with Sasha in terms of my favorite looks of the evening. Not that the outfit's going to make a difference, but who's your favorite outfit? I Mine love Sasha's, but Sasha. I, really, I really love Mistresses. Great, cool. And does this make a difference with who we think is going to win or go in the bottom two? I mean, could it keep Sasha out the bottom two? No, because Anisha's also looking stunning as... Yeah. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I mean, there we go, really, isn't it? Selena was strong. She should be nowhere near the bottom. We know that Lucy and Luck should, should actually probably be among the winners this week. It's between them, I think. Or Selena, yes, yeah, so Selena's up there as well. Yeah, no, totally, totally agree. I would love to see Selena like actually up high getting some praise this week. Yeah, give the poor girl a confidence boost because she deserves it this week. And the bottom is either the bottom is definitely Marsha. Is Mistress going to just go back to Untucked on her own as safe? <laughs> They've done it before. I know. I think if anybody can pull that off and give us entertainment, it's Mistress. I mean, she should just go there, grab a drink, and have a nap. Oh, totally, Mistress, you've earned it. Let's see what they say. First of all, congratulations to Lux and Lucy for the double win. They were very win correct. Each. They worked so well together. Yeah. And um, they're both overdue their second win. Definitely. So it feels very good. feels very good. The bottom two is Anitra versus Marsha. And let's just get to it. Amazing lip sync. sync. was fantastic. This was a show. This is where I would go and throw my pounds at them. No, not pounds. You might hurt them. 
yeah, no. five pound notes. Five pound yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can't do that. <laughs> we can't afford that. Though. We can't afford that. <laughs> the, the cover charge alone. One five pound note. One five yeah. pound note. We'll just keep throwing the same note, picking yeah. it back up. Just, can you give it back, please? And he keep throwing it at you. This was amazing. They were, oh, the, the things. First of all, I just want to say... They both did. They both did what needed to be done. Fierce, absolutely. But I want to say that Anitra ate. Oh. Anitra ate. And she. I mean, she, she got no migraine anymore. She must have been starving because she ate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. He'll be here on. I thank you. To be waitress. <laughs> to be waitress. Thank you very much. Anitra was amazing. Her move was amazing, and it was also not just there. Marsha and her just. She did that whole like lip syncing backwards instead of walking in the bridge, and so good. And then Anisha was like, "Oh, not on tonight, not on my stage." And she not dove. on my stage. She and then she dove. did a forward. She dove over her, did a forward roll. Oh God! It was it was this was a good lip sync. Anisha is oh, well so and alive. Masha put up an amazing fight. This they was fought, a good performance from both of them. Thank you very much for this electricity, for this life. This is probably the best lip sync this season. This is double Chante worthy. Yes, yes, this please. This is definitely because they were both phenomenal. And also, thank you for the first. I mean, these are amazing performers, but you have to also acknowledge that the song was good for it too. I love this song. I've never heard it before. You haven't, because I'm not. I'm not down with the kids. Unfortunately, everything I listened to was hey, recorded you do, like before you. 1990. I, I mean, I've always I've loved the song, and it was great. I mean, but then can who's, you who's also that, sorry, is it Doja, Doja Cat? Yeah, it's you really, have to really think good. of all the other times that Queen had to lip sync. So sorry to interrupt you. I just know Doja Cat as a fashion icon more than a singer. Okay, sorry, you go on. I forgot what I was going to say, Tom. Because you were saying amazing. No, no you know, whatever you have to say is more important than what I have to say. Yeah, yeah. at times it can be. So, yeah, mm. fuck my drag. Well, but we can both agree this is an amazing lip sync. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I'm not even going to pick a girl. I'm going to say double Shantae. Oh, Anitra. Um, props to you, Marsha, but Anitra eight. So let's see what they say. <laughs> no. We're back, Tom. So Tom's la- Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing. Why are you laughing? Maniacally. You are. Because I've just had a lecture about what it's like to be spoken over. Okay. I'm just. I'm, guys, you missed something. So while the ca- while the the cameras were off, Tom and I had a talk because Tom doesn't value what I say, and I don't. I don't feel seen. And his response is to laugh at me and not try to have a dialogue. Wow. <laughs> You're insane. You are insane. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my makeup. <laughs> my makeup. Anyway, congratulations <laughs> to Anitra. Anitra, as, you know, as I said, would stay. She she ate. Marsha oh. held her own. Marsha, well, you know, it's so... It can be intimidating to like be performing right next to someone like that. And you know that they're killing it, but you still give. Marsha gave. Marsha was amazing. But Anitra, she ate. She just ate. Next week is a ruse call. I am looking. I mean, I don't know who the singers are, but it's your turn to show. Oh, well, well, we'll according, see what according the to Lucy, is. we'll see. <laughs> according to Lucy, she's a singer. We've spoken at length before about the different 
kinds of musical, haven't we? They they don't necessarily need to be singers. Sometimes oh, they. We'll see. We'll see. If they're not singing, it's not a musical. It's a lip sync performance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, lovely episode, everyone. Thank you. It is a bit late today, like by a few hours, but we. You know we're international um, traveling queens. We we were in London. We we were just doing <laughs> yeah, things. That, that's apparently international now. Yeah, international was in yeah. London <laughs> down the road. Felt like it. Yeah, down the road. It, actually, the South does feel like a different country. It's been snowing, so everyone keeps safe. Hmm. Thank you so much for listening and for the lovely messages. I mean, I got a lovely message from it was Frank. Who found us? Who found us on the he Instagram? Tracked down. He, he tracked, tracked you down. He yeah. tracked you. Got me, gal. You got me. So, uh, shout out to Frank. Thank yeah. you very much for your kind messages, everyone. Um, feel free to um, message us on our Instagram, Spit in the GT Podcast, mm-hmm. on Twitter. We've got uh, a, a review, will be lovely. If you haven't written us a review, please do so. Tell a friend, get everyone hooked us, um, hooked up on us. Basically, a uh, review is if you think. If you think other people should listen to the podcast, a review helps with the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So everyone, thank you very much. This is Paolo. And Dr. Sam. See you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.